Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. And hello there. Welcome to the Transformation for Success show. And I want to give a big shout out to all of my international listeners, local listeners, statewide listeners. This is going to be a great day. I trust you're having a great one as well. This is Fantastic Tuesday, and I'm here with another dynamic guest and show for you. You know, you always hear about heroes and sheroes, and today I have on the show a special person whom I call a shero because she has a compelling story of transformation success. So I want you to join me today as I'm going to welcome my guest, Debbie Dassinger, who is the dynamic media personality of the cutting-edge radio talk show herself, Dare to Dream that is on 66 stations. Well, Debbie is a successful visionary, motivational speaker, mentor, and author of numerous best-selling motivational books on wealth and success strategies. Well, greetings, Debbie. Mm. Hi, Barbara. So (laughs) great to be here with you today. Thank you. Well, great. It's good to have you on the show today. And I want to thank you, Debbie, for taking time from your busy schedule to do so. You know, for many years, my passion has been to empower people with simple success principles to transform their lives for more personal and professional success. And this show has given me that opportunity to bring to you listeners individuals such as Debbie who are transparent and authentic in sharing their journeys. And I am truly blessed today to share with you stories about the true measure of success for many individuals who've gone through trials, betrayals, discouragements, challenges, and negative friends, and in some cases, horrendous backgrounds. But in spite of all odds against them, in many cases, they were labeled to align themselves on a journey track to success. And it's so empowering to learn from others who've achieved at the level that you desire. And you can learn so much from them, as well as the strategies they use to transform their lives. So I want you to stay tuned because Debbie's going to share her life story and her secrets of success. So call your friends again. So they must download this must-listen-to show. She's going to really be hot today with her surefire secrets on people, how people with dreams and goals can be successful. So this is going to be an inspiring discussion. So, but let's, I want to get back and give you a little bit more about this visionary media personality that she is today. She was an award-winning actress and singer. She was a professional voiceover artist. She has the bestseller launch program. And let me tell you, it is dynamite. She runs a radio mastery training for entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors who are ready to accelerate their skills on the radio. She has has received numerous awards, and she's been inducted into the Who's Who Hall of Fame for Entertainment. And the list just goes on and on. So welcome again, Debbie. (laughs) Again, I could not, you had such a, uh, this this bio, I could not begin to tell the listeners all that you've done. But I want to welcome you and say congratulations for all that you do to help Mm. people become successful. 
I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, In the moment of anyone's life, I don't know that you breathe enough to stop and reflect. You're always looking at the next thing. Um, But thank you, because just being with you right now helps me to be very present, and that is good. Thank you. And I know that the guests are going to hear, our listeners today are going to hear a lot from you. Out of all of your pursuits and accomplishments, and the question is going to remain, How did you get there? So I want to welcome you listeners to call in live or you can Skype your comments or questions to me and Debbie during the show at info at transformationforsuccess.com. And the number to call is 1-888-346-9141. Also invite you, you can email your feedback and your comments at info at transformationforsuccess.com. You can also access me on my channel pages, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, we got to get to my guest, Debbie. Debbie, I want to know, how did this all begin for you? You have been so successful, but I know we all have stories to share. So what are some of the highlights you want to share with our listeners today? So, yeah, I guess, you know, there's some success tips, and that is grit. You know, there's a thing Mm -hmm. called grit, and I think I have it. I have a lot of things, but grit is sort of like a resilience. There was a psychology test uh, once Uh upon a time, and they spent years studying kids and adults, and they found that this characteristic of grit was a really significant predictor of success. And the result of that research showed, well, grit is having stamina. Grit is sticking with your future. Uh You know, and today, you're sticking with your future out there, day in, day out, not just for the week and not just for the month, but for years. Right. And working hard to make that future a reality. So it's like living life more like it's a marathon rather than a sprint. I think we live in a time, and, you know, I am not immune to this either, but Uh we see everything as though it happens immediately. Right. And have this sense, this instant success, this instant money, this instant gratification, mm-hmm. when in fact, it really is a journey. Yes, it the is. The entire of life is a journey. And so I would say having that grit or resilience has really helped me to land where I am and create every new piece that I have and that I've been honored to receive in my life. Because I think part of life is also receiving, mm-hmm. allowing yes. for things yes, to is. happen. And then I would say the other thing is that I strongly believe that the universe gives each of us, provides us what's best for our spiritual growth. Uh And in saying that, if the universe does provide what's best for my spiritual growth, that means that whatever makes me uncomfortable is my biggest opportunity for growth. Right. So when things come my way... I'm, I'm a bring it kind of person, uh-huh. and I'm known for that by my friends when stuff happens, and listen, I feel and deal just like anyone else. I have things that I have to deal with, uh, sometimes that are not comfortable, relationships that end, uh-huh. um, unexpected changes, business things, all of that. For all of us, we, we have one guarantee, and that's that there will be change. And so for me, Tears to Triumph has really been when it got uncomfortable. I didn't uh-huh. run. I didn't use substance. I didn't uh-huh. uh, try to avoid what was going on. I really allowed it to be the experience it was, as uncomfortable as sometimes it was. Uh-huh. But it has 
always been the greatest life changer for me because it was a piece my soul needed for me to more fully become who I am. Well, so those two the- pieces, I'd say, uh, right. were great help. I mean, besides the mm-hmm. fact that I have some chutzpah and I really show up to keep moving forward and take action, mm-hmm. and I create also stillness in my day because I believe both are very important. Take action towards what I want, what we want, and also mm-hmm. to have some respite so the universe can create on our behalf. So what happened, uh, Debbie, because I know you have a very compelling story uh, of what some of the things in your life. So can you share with some of the things that you went through at an earlier time that allowed you to have that spiritual growth? Well, I was basically a very out- interesting kid. Mm-hmm. I, I think I appeared very much to be outgoing, but in mm-hmm. fact, I was actually an introvert. I'm not anymore. But back mm-hmm. then, I really was a painfully mm-hmm. awkward introvert mm-hmm. who had not a lot of feelings of worth. And I didn't have tremendous places to have that reflected back to me. Mm-hmm. So I struggled a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think the one place where I felt at home was when I was acting or singing, when I was doing some kind of performance, there was a great uh, ease for me and a great Mm -hmm. joy for me. And so I pursued a lot of that. I did a lot of musical things. I did a lot of acting things, and that was lovely. And so it's interesting to create one's life when you don't have a lot of sense of who you are Mm -hmm. or how to get there. And I think it's really important when you're growing up to be in a home that teaches you about money, teaches you about career, teaches you about taking steps towards dreams, and teaches you that you are actually a unique creature and perfect just the way you are, Mm -hmm. and that you have great value and worth, and that that's reflected back to you. So a lot of those pieces were missing for me. Frankly, most of those pieces were missing. And so it was really a tough beginning for me. Uh, But somehow, somehow I had this strong desire to get out. Where I grew Uh up was in New York on Long Island, Uh and I... I used to sing Billy Joel songs at the top of my lungs (laughs) and pretend where he'd say, you know, Bill, I believe this is killing me. If I could get out of this place. And I knew, like, if I could just get out of here, I have a chance. And I did. The second I could, I got accepted to college in California. I flew out. I went to USC. I majored in performing arts. And I felt like a kid who had come out of a cave. And that's the next piece that was um, really debilitating in a way. So, yay, I got out. But because I came with all this internal baggage, I was socially awkward. It was very hard for me to adapt to a brand new place with nobody there that I knew, Uh no real connections. And I, I was not easy to connect with. My fault. Not easy to connect Uh with. And Uh so... Again, this discomfort I talked about, greatest opportunity for growth. And I was one who, when I, the chips were down and I didn't know what else to do, I'd be like, therapy, whatever it takes, you know, I'm signing up to mm-hmm. do things. And I've done many, many healing modalities over the decades. Mm-hmm. And I will say they have all been major contributions to who I am. I also believe that there was a me that could be the me right now or the me in five years or five years ago that Uh kept going back. Uh 
mm-hmm. because time is an illusion, and visiting that little get girl and saying, come with me, you're going to be okay. And I believe I was almost an angel to myself back there, and I really needed that. I needed that light. And so every growth opportunity proved to be tremendous and healing and wonderful and gave me another piece of myself, another sense of myself, more value, more worth. And again, that grit and stamina that pushed me forward. And I will say when I graduated, I went into acting Uh and singing. That's what Uh I did a lot, Uh the majority of my life out in the world. And... It was joyful. It was wonderful. It was a great way for me to express myself and meet people and travel and stuff. And I got to a point where, here we go, growth is an opportunity for the soul. Something started to shift, and I didn't know what to do with it because my identity had strongly been in entertainment. But Uh I knew when it kept persisting for years that I needed to let go. Uh And it was the most difficult and most divine thing I did to let go of not knowing what possibly the next step in my life was. And it took years for the right thing to come up, three years until suddenly I realized, ah, um, let me just take a jewelry class. That sounds like fun. And I started making jewelry. And Mm -hmm. within a month, people wanted to buy what I was wearing. And a month after that, I started taking it to stores. And for five years, I sold jewelry. Wow. While that was happening, someone heard me sing at a Christmas party and said, gosh, we have a big band. We're looking for a singer because ours just dropped out. Would you be interested? I auditioned. I started singing with a big band of jazz bands. And so my life started taking its course. What I've also learned mm-hmm. is that I have human design, and my human design is such that things need to come to me, and then I say yes. I'm a generator, but they need to come to me. And that was a big part of my story. Things would come to me, and I would recognize not so much it's an opportunity, but okay, this feels good, feels light, feels right. Let me say yes and see where it goes. I can always say no if it doesn't work. And that was a huge enfoldment. I can tell you, Barbara, the rest of my story is a lot of switchbacks mm-hmm. from the singing. I went into voiceovers for cartoons, which I loved. I wanted to get my voice out there more, and there was a job opportunity to join a radio station, and that music show opened up into a talk show, which now 10 years later I'm still doing on broadcast to a much greater degree, and then I decided from that, gosh, how can I get my message out more, so I wrote books, I became a bestseller many times over, and people wanted to learn it, so I taught that. And from teaching that class, I had publishing houses come and say, can we hire you? And I worked for independent Uh authors and publishing houses to create this guaranteed bestseller. And from that, I learned there was a lot of entrepreneurs who needed radio but didn't get radio and came to me for all the coaching and strategy and packaging. And so this is, you understand the unfoldment, the unfoldment, the unfoldment, the next right piece. And it's really been that, opportunity, obstacles, growth. Yes. And moving forward, an opportunity, obstacles, growth, and moving forward. And just, um, I'd love to say I trust it, but often when you're in the moment, you don't really understand how this is right. going to wind up. But fortunately, it has been an interesting and wonderful journey. It sounds like it. I mean, we're going from this little girl that was socially awkward, not mm-hmm. feeling great inside about who she was. And, you know, I, I as you were talking uh, and sharing your your story, 
I'm wondering if you're acting and that allowed you to be somebody else and you could relax and not have to be who you really were. You know, that just sort of came to me in a sense because it does allow you and the singing was that expression of this little girl who was socially awkward who could express herself in singing. Do you think that probably was a part of that? You know, I, it's a great question, and I think it was less about me becoming someone else and more about me expressing the many pieces of myself. Okay. So I could find the part of me that was very funny and yeah. comfortable being funny and a character. I could be a more um, tough character and find that where I really didn't have a voice in my mm-hmm. normal life. I could find sexy where, gosh, I didn't feel even attractive uh, so it was allowing me to express, and it's so interesting, the paradox, that I felt this unbelievable comfort. There was no stage fright for me at all. So it you was, felt at home I, on the stage. You felt yeah. at home singing. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh, and being, now, well, how does that translate from being socially awkward to feeling very comfortable on stage? Fascinating, right? Because where I was, where I did have stage fright was in life. <laughs> That's where every, the anxiety, the heart pumping, the don't know how to connect, don't know how to act. I think everyone's looking at me. So it just was what it was, but it meant that I pursued it at a great deal. I went every summer to summer stock. I, I practiced. I had a violin teacher from the time I was very young. I had a singing teacher from the time I was young. I took acting classes. I mean, I just immersed myself as much as possible because I was comfortable and happy there. But you know what, Debbie? I don't really think that this is uncommon for many people who are in the limelight today. I don't think your story, you know, when we think about it, that many folks have found themselves because acting or being out in front of the audience is a way of really helping them to not face that social awkwardness they might feel. But you know what, listeners, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back with my guest, Debbie Dashinger. So hang on there. Thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to the show today with my guest, Debbie Dassinger, who is the dynamic media personality of her cutting-edge radio show, Dare to Dream. So Debbie is a successful visionary, motivational speaker, mentor, and author of numerous best-selling and motivational books on wealth and success strategies. So Debbie, I am, again, happy to have you on the show today, and I know my listeners are just sitting there fascinated with all that you've shared with them thus far. Wow, that little socially awkward girl who is now on radio, my goodness, on 66 stations. So, did you ever have any discomfort about uh, maybe appearing on radio? Because you're not seen, you're mostly heard. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (coughs) In fact, every time I've done anything new, which is, of course, my entire life, Mm-hmm. I always have uh, questions, um, and I know I'm not alone. You know, I have conversations with some very big people on the planet doing mm-hmm. huge transformational work, but even the name people that mm-hmm. I'm very honored to be friends with or colleagues with share the same stuff, you know, when they make a departure. So mm-hmm. it's not so much about the feeling that comes up. It's about what I do with that feeling. And it's okay for me to say, well, this is brand new, and I don't know how to work this equipment, or I'm not sure what this is going to be like, or what if something happens? You know, all the questions, doubts, uncertainties. But what I have learned to do with it is to Uh acknowledge that it exists Uh and to move forward anyway. That's really the bottom line. It's always at the end of something when it's completed, I look back and say there was truly nothing to be that nervous about. Uh Everything worked out. It went well. And I was able to handle anything that happened. Uh So yes, I have felt it, but I dealt with it and I moved forward anyway. That's That's sort of my life mantra. That's great. You know, one of the things that I'm intrigued about your story is that, you know, in, in your journey, when, when you were going through some things and you knew you needed to uh, have help with your growth and development, you sought help. Uh, and you were able to seek out people to help you in that growth, you know, and development for yourself. And my my question is, you know, we have a lot of people, Debbie, who are like you, maybe some of the listeners out there, but they don't know where to go or how to reach out for help. Uh, and they just sort of stay in that quagmire without, you know, ever really emerging to be the successful people that I know God designed them to be. So what would you tell some of the women, or maybe men, who might be going through your similar situation. What, what would you tell them to do? I think that intuition is very important. Uh-huh. And even if you, um, for me, I'm incredibly connected to mine. Uh-huh. If you don't even know where to start feeling that within yourself, then just trust and excitement. That has been the greatest leader for me. Mm-hmm. If I have met, I can meet 20 people, healer, mm-hmm. 
practitioner. Uh-huh. They may do many different modalities out there, but there's always going to be somebody who's going to create a buzz inside of me uh-huh. that feels compelled to go forward and connect like this person. If I work with them, something could happen uh-huh. here. I know uh-huh. it. I feel it. And then I've pursued those people or those uh-huh. institutions that taught something. And it just happened. I'm going to tell you a story. It's Recently, I read about somebody in the Oprah magazine, uh-huh. and my thought, I just went on fire. Like, uh, i got to meet this person. Uh-huh. And I reached out, and, and they're very expensive, and, and it seemed, and this is like back to that obstacle and opportunity thing. It seemed like uh-huh. there were all these obstacles. Uh-huh. And, um, and because of the Oprah article, by the way, she's very hard to get a hold of, and everybody wants Absolutely. a piece of her. Right. Understandably, she blew up. But, you know, I just may had made that attempt, and it didn't quite work out. But, you know, I found it kept coming up for me. And, by the way, this could be with a coach, too. You could find a mentor, a consultant out there who's got a piece in your business that you, you have, want, need, and they're doing it, and you need that. Same thing. Right. If you feel a bit of a fire about them sharing what they do, go pursue them. Go work with them. Life changer. Uh, because a quagmire, you know, anything that's stagnant is not right. good. What we no. know about a pond, if it stagnates, it putrefies. And Absolutely. so it is with our lives, we become toxic. Energy is motion, right? Energy right. Is, it means it is movement flow. So <laughs> allow that with people you work with. But to conclude this story with this person, uh, when... I really was relaxed about it, and then something else recently in my life came up, and just, I must reach out. And again, there's also a sense of detachment for me, because I don't always know how things will work out. Hmm. Bottom line is, I made a phone call, left a message, and in hours heard back that this person's publicist wanted to speak with me directly, and with that, in hours of that, I am now booked to see them for five sessions, and they're booked to also do some work with me in my realm of media and books and radio. And there is like this whole thing just unfolded because it was the right thing. I couldn't have known it was the right thing, but I followed that intuition, you can call it, energy Uh or excitement, Uh and this is just one example, but my whole life has been like that, and I have found it has always led me to the next right piece. I've never ended up someplace that did not fully serve Uh me and change my life significantly. That's what I would suggest to people, and of course, if you have that feeling, you must take the action, reach out, detach, but be willing to let it happen. I, I want to applaud you for that because what I wrote, and I, I like to write while I'm talking, uh, reaching out um, and not and being persistent. Uh, so you were able to reach out, and that's what I think is so important. But not only reaching out, but once you do, and you're in a session, or you get advice to take action on it. And I want to ask this. This sort of lets me segue into the next question. Did you have mentors uh, that that helped you along the way to be the successful person you are today? Yes, and I still do. Great. Did you? Well, well, that gives me another question too. Were there specific strategies that you used or you're using today as a result of the feedback from your mentors? Always, constantly. I'm building a new website today. 
Uh-huh. And because of the mentors I've had, my expertise today uh-huh. is in media. I'm an expert on both sides of the microphone, whether I'm being interviewed or I teach someone how to be interviewed or I'm interviewing Uh someone else. I do red carpet interviews for celebrities. I am an expert at books. I write them. I make them bestsellers. I work with authors. I guarantee they're bestsellers. Things Uh like that. Outside of that, I'm not a marketer. I'm not a brander. I'm not a web developer. Many pieces I don't have. But the pieces that you do have, you work work it. (laughs) That, yeah. that's the, so that's when you ask thing. me, do I employ right. what, mm-hmm. yes, I employ right. because more recently I had a mentor working with me on specific things mm-hmm. that a website really needs right now because we know technology changes so quickly we have to keep right. up. So I'm employing everything that they gave me and all the wonderful information and all new stuff is being created. And uh, yes, it keeps happening in every realm of either who I am personally in development or how I'm functioning out in the world. Same thing with speaking on stage. Mm -hmm. You know, speaking on stage has changed a lot. So how I speak on change, I've learned a tremendous amount from folks who have come before me. And so I'm always tweaking, always changing, always learning. That's great. What was the best advice you ever received in retrospect when you think back? You ready for this? I'm ready. Actually, (laughs) my current one, Barbara. This is but a small chapter in my greater life story. Thank you. This is just but a small chapter in my greater life story. So succinct and profound. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Very easy to get caught up in myopically exactly what's happening in this moment. And, you know, we all know that everything that's wonderful will go away. Everything that seems tragic will go away. Everything will pass. Everything will pass. Just recognize it's been a moment, whatever it is. Enjoy the moment. And it's just a small moment in a very long life story. Look at the greater picture. Very good. Tell me, what was the toughest decision you ever made? You know, the toughest decision, being very transparent, I've ever made has always been about ending relationships. And and not so much about business or Mm -hmm. friendship, um, Ah. but love relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's difficult. And I'm, I'm speaking for somebody who is in the midst of that right now, so that's why that comes up. I'm just ending a 10-year relationship, and it is very difficult. Oh, wow. And um, because uh, especially if you've been with somebody for a length of time, it doesn't just mean you're ending something or they're ending it and the grief and all of that. It's also a very difficult decision because it means you're moving where you live, you're extricating families and friends. You know, there's a lot that happens over lot. time and memories. Right. Right. And, yeah. So that kind of moving on just feels big to me, and it's not always easy for me to get to, especially when there's also a lot of wonderful components to a uh, relationship. But those are the toughest for me. I'm very relationship-oriented, very uh, about harmony with people, and um, I'm very much a lover, very much I, when I love, I love. So it's, it's hard for me. And I, God, I let myself feel. I let myself feel. I let myself be supported by people. 
I let mm-hmm. myself do things to take care of myself every day. But you know, Debbie, that's all a part of being alive. And as you said, again, this is just but a small chapter in your greater life story. Yeah, so that's I, why it's I, my so, mantra right now. <laughs> so, I, so I applaud you for having the courage to end a relationship. And it, is, it can be painful. And, but I know, knowing what I know about you already, you're going to get through this. Now, I want to sort of transition to talk about um, some of your success strategies and because you do a lot with helping people with dreams and goals and how to be successful. And you know, it's really interesting. I had a gentleman I met last last week uh, that's very interested in my show. And he said, what do you do? And I told him and I said uh, about transformation for success. And I like to talk with people and interview them about their journeys and how they became successful uh, today and their pathway. And maybe and they can help someone out there that know and can resonate with that. But he said to me, why don't you interview people who have been successful and yet they failed? Just the invert. <laughs> so anyway, I said, and here I'm about to have Debbie Dassinger, this successful media woman on the show to talk about success tips and how people with dreams and goals can be successful. So I, I do believe people do want to know about being successful, but I do know there are people who have failed not once, not twice, but three times, maybe four times, and then yet they became successful. So mm-hmm. share some of your success tips, how people yeah. Well, yeah. first of all, I'm going to start with what you just said because it's a <laughs> misperception that there's yeah. even such a thing as failure. Yeah. It's not failure, and it's not definitive. It's feedback. It is the greatest learning tool, and let me tell you, the, you can name any big name in sports, celebrity, and yep. any faction in politics, and they, they will sit down. They could name their failures, but they could also tell you how they changed their path because of it and what they learned. So allow it to be a learning tool. Uh, you know, always think big, act big. I've got clients that, you know, that's part of what they come to me for is strategy to do so and play a big game out there. And there is nothing I love better than to sit back and watch people unfurl their wings and fly. So it's not just about thinking big. You also have to act big. And often that's beyond your your current, what seems like your capability or, or reality. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Go there anyway and see your reality follow you. I would say also find out what you love to do and do it. It's so important. Life is way too short. Uh, I've seen people at all ages, including more often than not now, midlife, a lot of midlifers changing, saying, Uh you know, not working for me anymore. Something new is here, and it's time for me to honor who I really am inside and the gifts I really came here to give Uh and be. Uh Do Uh that. I would say... uh, you know, Steve Jobs, this is a good one. Steve Jobs says, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. Right. Because your heart and intuition already know what you truly want to become, and everything else is secondary. So that's like following the energy. Because sometimes we're heading in a direction, and something right. else presents, and we're like, oh, that's fascinating. That happens mm-hmm. all the times with mm-hmm. my best-selling book clients. Because something happens when you create really big, it starts attracting at a really uh, wonderful rate. And even though they have these dreams they want to create come true and they're taking action toward that, we're working towards that together, all of a sudden they'll have pieces and call me and say, Deb, you're not going to believe what happened today or guess what got offered to me or this door opened. So (laughs) really be ready for that. 
what do you, what do you think? Are, is there anything else? I, I like this feedback. I mean, if you get any, if, don't think of failure, but think of it as feedback and then learning and think big and acting big. You know, do you have to train people how to act big? <laughs> do you have to train them how to act big? You know, sometimes I, you know, so sometimes, yes, sometimes I have had people who have come to me and I'm so mm-hmm. grateful, you know, we're, we, a real relationship when you have a consultant or mentor at my level is you must be real with me because that's where I can help you. Right. And yes, of course, I've had men and women who have talked about their discomfort at certain levels and that's where we can really help. Um, I have an author, for instance, this man's an amazing writer, writes, you know, 12 book mm-hmm. series and this is what he's here to do. So as somebody who is maybe more introverted and would rather spend time writing, he Uh really didn't feel comfortable in media. It wasn't his thing. Uh And he even had some discomfort thinking about the great success that might be created over an international best-selling book. Uh So I do a modicum of things. It's everything from success. It's from uh, private coaching. It is from Uh tech. But I also do some energy work with people because the fastest way to get through something is just to we work with whatever energy is happening so that we can neutralize it, heal it, and create something new in its place. It's basically discreating what was there and not serving them and creating what actually will allow them to propel forward with great ease. And so, of course, he's on this other side. He's an international bestseller. He's been interviewed everywhere, now uh-huh. in magazines, and he's doing fabulous, and he's happy in writing and creating more. So that's what I say. You know, it's okay to feel those feelings. They're not game stoppers. You just got to make some adjustments and uh, have a growth mindset. Just be willing to go someplace because working with energy and other things, even if there's a challenge, you can get through that to a higher level of achievement very quickly. Thank you, Debbie, for that advice. I'm sure the listeners out there gather that information. If not, we'll do a recap at the end of the show. But I want you to hang on. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with my guest, Debbie Dashinger. Thank you for listening. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. How are you doing in your life? Do you control your life, or does it control you? In our hectic, overconnected world, do you spend too much time feeling tired and wired? Tune in to Master Your Life with hosts Leah Mattinson and Dr. Howard Rankin for inspiration, insight, and intelligence on how to gain control of yourself and your life. Along with some inspirational and knowledgeable guests, Leah and Howard will give you the tools needed to help you on your journey. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello and welcome back. As I am here today in the studio talking with my guest, Debbie Dassinger, the dynamic 
cutting-edge radio talk show host on Dare to Dream. We are talking about success and some of her success tips and principles about how people with dreams and goals can be successful. So, Debbie, getting back to uh, one of the questions that I wanted to ask, you were very great in giving some good advice for people uh, and how you coach some of your clients and helping them and working with the energy that they do have and helping to create that energy source for them to become successful. But it, what about wealth? You know, my question is wealth and success. Do you think that both go hand, hand in hand or wealth and success? How can both of these come about? Yeah, I think wealth and success are very important. I think it's really lovely because uh, money is freedom. Right? Money is freedom and money is a way that we can show up not only to give ourselves a life of, uh, that we want so we can do more of these things, grow more, help more people, serve more people, mm-hmm. but it, it really is a way that you put money back into the system. So that means that as I have money, I can contribute more money. As I have Absolutely. more money, I can hire more people and Absolutely. give them jobs, right? There's many ways we can use money and freedom for such uh, greatness at a time in a planet that really needs it to circulate it. So money and success is very important, and that is different for everybody. I know some people say, look, I just need this, and that actually feels good to me. There are other people who feel much grander about it. Success is different for everybody. It's not the trapping. No, so to right. know what that is is very helpful, and I'll give you a couple, a couple of ideas um, Engage in self-improvement. Trust me, as you move your energy inside, Mm -hmm. it moves on the outside. The next thing is understand where your time commodity is. Time is very valuable. Where do you spend your time? Where would you spend your time if you were living your optimal life? And I'll explain a little more about that. Mm -hmm. I would say invest in relationship building It is Mm -hmm. a huge gatekeeper and doorway to create success. Literally Mm -hmm. never give up. If you have that dream, don't give up. Find a mentor and focus. Those are my things. So I I promised I would say a little bit about the the time and why that's so important is that when we know what we love, Right? There are certain things that are indigenous to each of us, and then we have this big dream of where we're headed towards or what we're ready in the midst of having created and experiencing, mm-hmm. but it's really important to not be knocked off track. Some great examples are Brennan Burchard, who is that uh, business guru. He is clear that every day, for several hours, it is blocked out on his calendar. Nobody disturbs him. Mm-hmm. He is only dedicated to creativity. The phone is off, the computer is off, uh-huh. the, nobody uh-huh. knocks and says, excuse me, but that's his time to create and it is his sacred time, period. And that's why he is where he is. Then you think about uh, someone else phenomenal that I really like, Seth Godin. Seth Godin is so big in what he does and yet Seth says, I never do Twitter. 
I had to look at everything that was before me, and my passion is blogging. And I recognize mm-hmm. if I had to start doing 140 character tweets and less every he'd day, never, never I'm going to lose my time yeah. for blogging. Yeah. And that's what I care about. That's where my power is. And that's mm-hmm. how I reach and communicate to people and they communicate back. So he's dedicated to that. He doesn't do that social media. End of story. Time mm-hmm. is a commodity. And the relationship building, I don't know that I can say enough about this. Uh, I know people speak about becoming influential. It is one of the greatest tools. It is a success built in tool because we're other people focused. We're strengthening bonds of friendship or colleagues. We form long lasting relationships with others. Mm-hmm. And these contacts, I, this has been my life and I've seen this with other colleagues, how mm-hmm. huge this is. That when you're starting to build something, these are the people who say, you know, we've already had this established relationship, and you have helped me with this, this, and this, and Mm -hmm. I'm here. And by the way, it isn't always a, you gave me this, I give you this. It doesn't work like that. It's often we show up, and when that card comes ready and we ask, most of those people will be available, and if they're not, then they will be later. Mm-hmm. But, but also, that relationship means that level of conversation with winners. I am really clear the, the level of people that I thrive having conversation with. Mm-hmm. And think about what that is for you, the level of conversation, or we'll call them a winner, that you want to have. And go for it. Have that person become a friend or colleague and develop a relationship. Really show up. Be mannered. Be kind. Don't be too needy. Uh, Just show them the kind of person you are, and it can be the most potent door opener. You know, it's really funny. I wrote two words, giving and serving. Mm. (laughs) And one of the things is, too, finding out what people value as it relates to time, because time is a valuable commodity, and we both agree on that. One of the things, too, about your friend, one of your friends that has his sacred time, that he's very disciplined, and that is necessary, I believe, to become successful. Um, I'm just sort of uh, piggybacking on, on some of the things that you've built upon so that people will understand you have some great, great secrets. I don't exactly call them secrets, but they're tips and principles about wealth and success and how they both can come about. But, you know, I want to ask too, have you had a challenge with success? Or if you have, what has that been? Hmm. Have challenge? you ever thought about that? <laughs> no, you probably have not. Have I, had I a would challenge say, you know, success? starting new things, starting mm-hmm. new chapters, like, mm-hmm. especially in business as an entrepreneur, and because business changes so much, technology changes so much, so there's mm-hmm. always this adaptability that has to happen. And uh, I have to keep up. Uh, I think we all do when we're in business at this level. So it really is about allowing myself to be very malleable and flexible with all of that and rise Mm -hmm. to the next level, get the next piece. It is, um, I would say the things that I'm always looking at is finding a mentor. And like I said, and trust me, I'm not the only one. I have conversations with really big people. And when they're ready to take on something brand new that they do not have former knowledge or expertise on, they hire people. 
So it is so important, whatever level you are, find your mentor who's going to take you where you want to be. I would say being unique is so important now more than ever. It is the way to stand out. Just be yourself. Right? It's so much easier <laughs> right. than trying to be anyone else who's already taken. So just be yourself. Be unique. And for sure, taking action is everything. And those That's are my key. ways out of anything that feels like, hmm, I'm not sure how to move forward. I'll find someone who knows how to move forward and can teach me. I'll get a mentor. I will really trust who I already am indigenously. I got it, right? And if what I, and what, what and who I am uh, is, is often quite enough. And then I learn how to take action and I learn how to let go. I learn how to surrender too. Because the universe loves me and really wants to contribute to what I'm creating. The universe loves a creator. They get very excited Abs- yeah. by that. What do you have, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, any special scriptures or words that you use that help you to stay motivated, Debbie? Hmm. Philosophy? <laughs> Philosophers? Words of wisdom that help, that keep you motivated? Yeah, I really think it's important to move out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Brian Tracy who said, move out of your comfort zone. You can only grow if you're willing to feel awkward and uncomfortable when you try something new. And I think that his words are so important because that discomfort, awkwardness, newness, where's my comfort, that's what often causes people to retaliate and go back to what they, oh, at least I know this. It may not be what I love, but at least I know this. That could be a relationship, (laughs) that could be a job, that could be a money situation, uh, anything. But really, like, to trust being out in the hallway. You know, that's the big joke. They say, uh, you got to open a new door, right? And in order mm-hmm. to leave something behind and move into something greater for your greater good, you got to knock on the door and wait for the door to open. But being in the hallway is hell. <laughs> being in the hallway is hell. So you've got to trust that that's often this place where it feels like nothing's happening and it's yeah. really weird yes. and it's uncomfortable. But if you will still, as he said, move out of your comfort zone, Grow, be willing to feel awkward, be willing to be uncomfortable, try something new. We're always so surprised at what we're actually capable of and what can be created by us and on behalf of us. You know, I'm going to ask a question and go back. This may sound like a strange question, but when you were growing up, Debbie, did you have a goal or purpose in mind or a vision of what you might be one day? I had only one goal ever, and that was to be an actress, ever, from the time I was a peanut. But I'll tell you something interesting, Barbara. In the background of that, as a little, little girl, I was truly an old soul, uh, books were very big in my family, and Uh they were the gift du jour. And my mother would take us on um, an occasion to a store and say, you can pick out a book. And Uh there I was as this little creature buying tarot, buying astrology. So it was inherent in who I was that growth was going to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And why it's so beautiful is, yes, I got to experience out in the world being an actress. Yes, I got to sing and do things all over the world and all over 
various mediums, why I am so grateful today is it's a marriage. It's a marriage because spirit is one of the most important things to me, period. Having a relationship with, trusting, listening to, allowing to be guided with and have conversation and receiving and all of that. And I feel like today I'm in entertainment with a spiritual bent. My show, Dare to Dream, is very spiritual, is very about transformation. And that's been my life. So I would say that even though it looks differently, and it did indeed take a beautiful, unique twist, it is so correct for who I am and why I'm here. And I feel like I'm living my dream because I was born to be connected to the masses, the microphone, the spotlight, that's where I thrive. And it's, it's not because of the spotlight. It's because no. of the people. It's because of those who listen, watch, follow, connect. That's everything to me, that I can influence, help, assist, serve some life is so meaningful. That is so great. And I'm so happy that you were able to come on the show today and share who Debbie Dassinger is and help people, help them, because that's what you're doing, helping them to overcome, be overcome with success. You know, there's so many challenges in the world today that we all face, whether it's good or bad, some ugly, some of them, I know, people are brokenhearted and disappointed. They're disillusioned and maybe they're locked in a standstill mode, afraid to pursue your dreams, but pursue them anyhow. And Debbie today has given us some great tips on how you can do anything you set your mind to. And you'll never know where your journey will lead you, as in Debbie's case, to become a successful woman of power, wealth, and worth. So I really, Debbie, want to thank you so much for being on the Transformation for Success show today with Dr. Barbara Young. Oh, <laughs> and, thank you. Thank and, you. I've loved this, Barbara. You really run a terrific show, and I appreciate so much connecting with you and your listeners today. Well, thank you. And listeners out there, whatever you do this week, I want you to pursue it with passion and enthusiasm. And listen next week as I'll have another guest with an incredible story and you won't want to miss it. So thank you for listening. And I know you've enjoyed again Debbie Dassinger with her remarkable journey of transformation success. See you next week and have a blessed, blessed day. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have an outstanding week.